Hey, Disney fans. This week, it's the holidays, and we're excited to talk about the latest ways Disney Plus is celebrating the season. Okay, there are new series, new movies, Disney Plus originals, and more. And I hope you all saw Dashing Through the Snow. You know I did. It was such a blast to have Lil Rel and his co-star Madison Sky Velitum on the show. Plus, season two of The Santa Clauses is upon us, marking 29 years of Disney legend Tim Allen playing Scott Calvin, AKA St. Nick himself. And if you wanna know what it's like playing Tim Allen's son on the show, we'll go to the source as we talk to actor Austin Kane. Let's get to it. I'm Lisa. I'm Hunter. And I'm Courtney. And this is D23 Inside Disney. All right, I want to get right into it with Dashing Through the Snow, because it's a classic holiday movie theme. Someone has turned their back on Christmas, y'all. And one of my favorites, Ludacris, plays a dad who had a bad childhood experience with Christmas, and now he doesn't like it. It takes a little holiday magic to get him back into the spirit. So let's talk about Christmas for a second. I love Christmas. I actually just got off of a very merry time cruise on the Disney dream. And I have to say, it really got me in the holiday spirit. And, you know, let's just talk about it. Let's get into it. So how do you guys spend the holidays? I'm sorry. I'm just like already so excited. I've always wanted to do a very merry cruise. You have to give us a highlight of what that's like. Oh, of course. Oh my gosh. You guys, the characters all have on their amazing holiday costumes. They're so, so, so cute. The ship is all decked out. There's a giant Christmas tree on Disney's private island, Castaway Key, with sand sculptures as the ornaments. I have to say, I mean, you have about a month and a half or so. You got to get it in, you guys. You got to do a very merry time cruise. It's amazing. I love it so much. Sounds like a great way to spend the holidays. I was going to say, I have even more Disney in the mix. I went to Candlelight, and let me tell you, beautiful, stunning, Truly moved. I really feel like the Christmas season can begin. I love the holidays. That always feels like it kicks off the season for me. But I also love making a good gingerbread house. Like I love building a gingerbread house. I love looking at all the lights. And of course, watching movies. I mean, come on now. Of course. Yeah, I was just there at Disneyland as they were putting up the decorations. I spent like four days there. And I was like, oh, no tree. Then all of a sudden the tree, they put up those decorations so quickly. Overnight. It's like magic. True magic right there. My dream is Disneyland at the holidays, and then your dream is to get out of the Disney dream. So we need to switch lives. <laughs> I have not been to Disneyland for the holidays. I'm so jealous. It sounds so fun. So uh, Little Rel Howry plays Santa in Dashing Through the Snow. He's so funny. He is. And honestly, no doubt, he's going to be an all-time favorite Santa. But do you two have a Santa performance you just have to see every year? Like for me, every year I love watching movies like... Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I promise you, it's like a staple. I feel like I did not check the Christmas box if I did not watch that movie and share it like with my nephews and my niece. It's just like a Santa movie, but I just, I have to see it every year. Oh, same here. That's my favorite. My kids love watching that. We actually watch that when it's not Christmas time. So don't judge me. But (laughs) Christmas in July. Yeah, exactly. So good. I love Jack Skellington in The Nightmare Before Christmas, which to me, that's a Christmas movie. I know there's a big debate around that. Oh, it is. I don't know. I think it is. 100%. I mean, at least in December, it's Christmas, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, back to Dashing Through the Snow. There's so many great names in the credits of this film. And honestly, I don't know how Madison kept a straight face with some of the actors that were on set with her. Well, the good news is you don't have to wait to watch Dashing Through the Snow. It's on Disney Plus right now, and it's available on Hulu starting today through January 21st. 
season two of the Santa Claus is, is also streaming on Disney Plus. Right when we thought we weren't going to get another Santa Claus movie, there's a whole series and two whole seasons of it. So fun. I watch the original Santa Claus every year. Do you guys watch those? Oh, absolutely. I had to introduce my kids to it. It's like on the lineup of movies that I have to watch every year. But I did. I grew up watching it. I was that Disney Channel kid. And I feel like when it came around, it was like that marker in time of like, okay, the season's here. And I remember it. Well, my favorite is all of the special guests that pop up in the franchise. So think about like Martin Short as Jack Frost, Elizabeth Mitchell as Carol. And I think they've cast Eric Stone Street perfectly as the Mad Santa. I mean, he's a bad guy, but... He's Eric Stone Street. You have to love him. I do, honestly. I'm a big fan of Eric Stone Street. I love the actor who plays Bernard. That guy is so fun. David Crumholtz, I think his name is. Oh, yeah. He's been around, like, throughout the franchise. Like, I love seeing him, too, and just his whole demeanor. Such a good balance. The the perfect elf, always. (laughs) Well, Tim Allen's real-life daughter plays his daughter on the show. Can you imagine, though, honestly, being the son or daughter of Santa Claus. Like, I mean, the pressure. Uh, Goodness gracious. I have a hard time driving a car, much less driving a sleigh. So, <laughs> well, let's circle back to dashing through the snow. We could talk all day about it, but we have guests who can do that. And first up is Lil Rel Howry. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay. So, this is definitely a unique take on Santa. How did you work with director Tim Story to decide how your Santa would come across in this film? A big part of it was trying to figure out how we wanted Santa to look, right? And we wanted to, like, modernize Santa, get Santa, this particular Santa, his own style. So we played with the beard a bit, and which is so interesting. Like, I did do two different photo shoots with the Santa you saw in the movie, and I actually did an older version of Santa, which honestly looked really good, too, I just think I have really good skin. And so because of that, the, the Santa looks cooler than most of them. But <laughs> it was working on the look first. And then, like, you know, one of the things I wanted to do was bring a very comedic version to Santa. Like, I wanted to make the funniest Santa you've ever seen before. So all those different elements and bringing my own, what I like to bring to things has been uh, really the most thing I've enjoyed the most of becoming Santa and even watching a movie with family and friends. That's awesome. You were in the Atlanta heat, though, right? And you're in a Santa suit. Is that something you had to work through? Or? I had to wear the fat suit along with the Santa suit. And, you know, using the bathroom was a little tough. But for the most part, it was really hot. But it was, I kept cool. Because they wanted to put the Kool-Aid system in there. And I didn't want to do that. So shout out to little Madison, who kept me feeling joyous the whole time. And Luda was cracking jokes and stuff. So that helped me not think about the heat too much. Speaking of Luda, was there a lot of improvisation on set between you two? I can imagine as a rapper, he could probably bounce words off of you pretty well. Well, you know, some not necessarily between me and Luda because his character was such a straight, narrow guy. He couldn't necessarily go off the rails like that. Me and Madison, like, improved a lot. And honestly, out of any actor I've ever worked with, I worked with a lot of great people. She actually kept up with me, and I thought that was great. That little girl is one of my favorite actresses, actors right now. And it's it's not easy to keep Mm -hmm. up with me. And she did it. She was, whatever I think about that, she can come back with it. I remember the first time I did and I felt bad. I'm like, oh, my bad. And I'm like, oh, she had a comeback for that. Let me see. (laughs) So we kept playing. That's who I improv a lot with was really with her, actually. That's awesome. It's so fun. And again, we love your character of Santa, but 
Santa has a tough task, right? Because Ludacris's character, Eddie, has not really leaned into Christmas for a while. And then obviously he's working out his childhood issues that involve the holidays. But what about you? Like, do you go all in on Christmas? I'm not necessarily all in. I've, I buy people stuff all year long. So I just love like, dude, I'm not going to be stressed out <laughs> for this one day after everybody gets stuff for me all the time. That's the one. <laughs> but what I do love about Christmas and all the holidays, I love spending time with my family, you know, especially in the movie industry. Our downtime comes around the holidays. So mm-hmm. I love just like sitting around and, you know, seeing the kids enjoy themselves and have a good time. I've turned it to that person. I love it. So tell us, how important is representation to you in a film like this? Very important. I I think one of the coolest things I've seen since this movie has been out, like walking around, all the different children that come say something to me. I'm always excited about young people Mm -hmm. of color seeing me and seeing a black Santa, how big of a deal that is. But when I started seeing like children from other races and other cultures, like, whoa, that's Santa Claus. That makes me really happy, too, because I think we should make Santa so diverse. Santa should be Hispanic. Santa should be black. Santa should be white. Santa should be Asian. Whatever we want to make Santa to be, we, we, I think Santa Claus is not necessarily about what Santa's color is. It's the ideal of Santa Claus. And that's what I love about this movie, too. Outside of representation, this Santa, to me, celebrates the heart of Santa, not the magical part. We did some magical things. But we didn't go full-blown magic, 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 Santa Claus magic. It's the heart of Santa, right? Santa's helping Ludacris' character get through a trauma, right? Ludacris basically is your strong friend. This dude is a social worker. He helps people all the time, but he has his own stuff that he's going through. And a lot of times people don't check on the strong friend. They think they're good. And so Santa can see right through all of that. And Santa plays his heartstrings and is able to, to give him some healing to let him and his family come back together. And we had this beautiful moment at the end that makes me happy every time I see it is getting on the sleigh and waving back at the family because they're all good. And that, that warms my heart every time I see it. <laughs> Sweet. There's so much heart in this film and you bring so much spirit to Santa. And there's something about a holiday film that's really timeless. They get talked about every year. They have a, a good message. How does it make you feel to be involved in a Christmas movie like this? It makes me really happy because you know what's interesting about what I love about a good Christmas movie? All great Christmas movies are not critically acclaimed at first. You know what I mean? People that write stuff about Christmas movies, they, sometimes they go to, you always can tell people who kind of Scrooges. That's <laughs> yeah. a critic. Maybe, <laughs> like, it was just a Christmas movie. Take it as too serious. <laughs> but you know, people pick those movies. Even if they're not the most critically acclaimed movies, people pick those movies because of the heart. And because of how it makes them feel. And that's what makes them become classics. You know what I mean? And so like this movie, I'm telling you the feedback I've been getting has been beautiful. I'm, and honestly, a little bit surprising and sometimes overwhelming. What people like, I watched this with my whole family. And I love hearing it because I don't know how many movies in the last few years that we could find we could watch with the whole family. And I believe this Christmas season, which is even more beautiful, that we're seeing a lot more African-American led Christmas movies that we haven't seen a, a bunch of them like this in a long time. I don't know if any time. I think that's such a beautiful thing that I haven't seen before, maybe in a very long time. Well, Lil Rel, thank you so much for spreading some holiday cheer. Sinterklaas, Santa Claus, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank y'all for having me. This is fun.
You guys, I really love talking to Lil Rel. Ah. I really love how he spoke just about the meaning of Christmas and just everything that this movie is going to do for fans. It's so, so fun to talk to him. Well, as promised, his co-star Madison Skyvalidum is next. Hey, Madison. How's it going? Hi, it's going pretty good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. So you play Charlotte in the film. You're the daughter to Ludacris's character, Eddie. And we know Eddie, he's not into Christmas. So how would you describe the relationship between Eddie and Charlotte? Oh, wow. Eddie and Charlotte's relationship, it is so adorable and sweet. You know, <laughs> Eddie is more on the chill side. He doesn't really like Christmas. But Charlotte, she just loves Christmas and she's so excited about it. So I think it's so cool because she convinces him in the end that there's really joy and magic within Christmas. So their relationship is kind of like so amazing. I really like that. So would you say you're a lot like Charlotte? Yeah, I think, yeah, because Charlotte is super bubbly and she likes, you know, telling people to, you know, step out of their comfort zone, do more things. And that's pretty alike to me. So I think we're slightly alike. I was going to say you are very bubbly and it looks like you love Christmas. So, yes, yes, I can see the resemblance. So I told these guys earlier that I don't understand how you kept a straight face in your scenes with Santa. Did you just laugh all the time working with Lil Rail? Of course, he is so <laughs> hilarious. Oh my goodness. I had to hold him my laugh every time he did a scene. And as soon as they said cut, I just burst out laughing. Well, he actually said you could hold your own in comedy scenes with him. That's a pretty good compliment, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The director, Tim Story, he seems like a pretty cool guy to work with. And it seems like he got some great performance out of everyone in the cast. What was it like collaborating with Tim? Again, it was so amazing. Seriously, Tim Story and Will Packer, they're both so amazing. Like every time after set, you know, everything was done. We did all our scenes. I used to like actually have to say bye to them. Like I could not leave without saying bye to them because <laughs> they're so amazing. They're so funny. You know, they let all the actors improv and be themselves. So yeah, that's really amazing. That's awesome. So can you tell us what makes Dashing Through the Snow different from other holiday movies? I think what makes Dashing Through the Snow different is that it's more a modern Christmas movie. You know, Santa has, instead of like a piece of paper, he has a iPad for his naughty and nice list. So <laughs> I think that, you know, children nowadays that we can relate to that is more modern. And obviously there's a black Santa. So I think that makes it really different. This film is so fun. It's a family film, too, focused on family, obviously, in the story. So have you watched this with your family? Of course. We watch <laughs> every movie pretty much together. Like, most of us don't really watch movies alone, you know? We just love family movies, and all of my movies we watch together. I love it. So, mm -hmm. lastly, what would you say is your favorite memory from making this movie? My favorite memory? Definitely crowd surfing. You know, actually, that was my first time crowd surfing in my entire <laughs> life. And when I told my brother, he was like, Oh my goodness, you crowd surf? Like, it was so much fun. That was probably my favorite scene. Madison, I've never crowd surfed. I don't know about you, Courtney. No, never, no. And that was my <laughs> first time. Thank you so much for talking to us. And you, you're amazing as Charlotte. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. And happy holidays. It was awesome speaking with you today. Awesome speaking to you too. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. You guys, Madison was 
absolutely delightful. What a joy to hear from Madison all about dashing through the snow. But you know what? The holidays are for gift giving. And so we are gifting you with an extra interview. Here's our talk with Austin Kane. Hi, Austin. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on the podcast. This is great. We're so happy to have you here. Okay, so we were discussing earlier in the show what it must be like to be Santa's son, especially when Santa wants to hand down his Christmas responsibilities to you. Is there pressure? How does Cal navigate that? Cal has so much weight on his shoulders with that. Like you can imagine, like it's not just that, like, oh, your dad wants you to take over the family business. The family business is Christmas. You know, <laughs> so that's not easy. But yeah, no, Cal is facing not only a lot of pressure from that in the season, but also kind of the pressure of having a girlfriend too. So Ooh. it's both of those at the same time that really kind of is like the crux of his joy and his problems, I'd say in the season. So yeah, the, but the Santa in training aspect is definitely the biggest part of it. Okay. So we heard you call riding in Santa's sleigh a bucket list moment. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, it is a bucket list moment, but for this season, it was so much crazier because it's just so much fun being on the giant sleigh and everything, and you get the whole vibe of Christmas, and you're also just looking down at everyone, so you realize, like, this is, like, you you do feel in the air because you are 20 feet raised up, you have to get on a ladder to get on it, but this season, the gimbal, kind of like the, the mechanism that moves it, it was very aggressive. <laughs> So we were really like jerking, flying as if you're in a plane with a lot of turbulence. And sometimes I'd have to like pretend like I was, you know, knocked out, like as how afraid of heights. But there were sometimes where I'm like whipping my neck and like flying everywhere in the sleigh. And then we're like, okay, we yell cut. And then we're all just looking at each other like, oh, it's like you just got off of a ride at Six Flags sometimes. So it was already a bucket list moment. And now it made it feel like it was a roller coaster <laughs> this past season, <laughs> which was pretty cool. Not too many people can say they've ridden around in Santa's sleigh. I didn't know it was so realistic like that, that you guys are really doing it that way. Um, speaking of real, Tim Allen's real-life daughter, Elizabeth, plays your sister. What's your on-screen relationship like, and what's it like off-screen working with her? Oh, on-screen, it's so much fun. We just get to like just go back and forth at each other, just trading blows, like little you know, side remarks at each other, like a real brother and sister. And off screen, it's very, very similar. Like we clicked very, very fast. And I have never had a younger sister. She's never had an older brother, but we like to say that, you know, we're just kind of like the younger sister, older brother that we never had. Because, I mean, it, it, it sounds very cheesy, but it's true. Like we got to spend so much time on set together, just hanging out. It really did feel that way. She's so much fun just to like bounce ideas off of for improv and everything. There were a few scenes where we got to do that. And she's, I mean, just like her dad, she can just riff and she can just go. Yeah, I have to catch up with her, you know, <laughs> like I'm keeping up with her in that regard. So it's fantastic. And they're all family. They're just the nicest people ever. So she really knows what she's doing. That's amazing. Okay. So what was your experience like joining a franchise that's been around since before you were born? Uh, yeah, and it's been around since before. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I don't think of it as because I grew up watching the film, so that was a that was a big weight. I mean, we'd watch the films all the time growing up. I'm one of the few guys that I think three is my favorite, the Santa Claus three. Oh, okay. So I'm with you on that one. Martin Short as Jack Frost is so fun. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so I got I got someone else with me. <laughs> Thank you, <honey. laughs> but yeah, and yeah, not just because I'm I'm a big fan, so I'm trying to do the movie some justice. But yeah, it's just. 
you had to have that little like pinch me moment when I was on set for the first time. And you know, Tim goes, Hey son. And that's like a, Oh, this is real. <laughs> so it was kind of a like, Hey, this is real. And you got to snap out of it and do your job. But then it just became fun after that. But it is also great having like the built-in fan base, which very privileged in that regard. And they seem to be loving it. So we're trying to do the movies justice. And I think we are. Well, I know you mentioned the Santa Claus three was your favorite. Um, do you remember the first time you saw the first Santa Claus film? I don't remember because I was that young. Like me and my family, we would just watch it. My older sister would put it on every holiday season. And you'd think I'm getting paid to say that, but I'm not. We actually did every <laughs> single year. I love that. That's so much, right? A part of the holiday season is that tradition of watching holiday films, series. Like you talked about that. Like that's a part of your life. And so many other people do that every single year. What yeah. does it mean to you to be in a holiday themed Disney Plus series? Oh, it, it means so much because obviously like the holidays are all about the families coming together. So I know that families are having a good time sitting down to watch our show. And that's just like the sweetest thing I could imagine. Mm -hmm. And what also really struck me was how much of a worldwide audience the show had, which I had no idea going in. And that's just been so sweet to know that like this show during any holiday season, no matter what religion or whatever you practice or whatever corner of the world, like a lot of people are watching this and enjoying it. And it's become like a part of their family routine. And that's just unbelievable. Try not to think about it too much because I get overwhelmed, but it's it's awesome. That's sweet. It is sweet. And it, you're part of something that's truly timeless now. In another way, you, you're no stranger to working with Disney. Talk about some of your, your credits now. You've appeared in ABC's The Goldbergs and Happy Endings, Disney Channel's Bizarre Vark. Now you're in your, your second season working with Disney legend Tim Allen. Tell us what's so special about being part of the the Disney family. Oh, it's it's so much fun. They they've treated me the best. I really like just can't thank Disney enough in general. Like they've helped me out during times like before the Santa Claus is I hadn't had a job in forever due to like the COVID pandemic and everything. So this kind of like the show also just reinvigorated my spirit in terms of like acting and everything. And it's been doing that my whole life. And just Disney has such a broad and positive fan base. Like it's just been the coolest kind of privilege to be a part of and to meet the people involved going to d23 last year and bringing my mom with me was a bucket list moment for sure too it wasn't as good but it was like a birthday gift for her too so i'm able to like kind of share the experience with the family too so can't thank them enough mm. i love that call back to d23 there austin you've got to love that that's so cool well this season is very magical as we talked about you mentioned your mom you mentioned your family and watching movies every year but are there any other traditions that you celebrate throughout the holiday season? Yes. Well, the main one would, when I was growing up, my family, we would all kind of reconvene with the cousins and the grandparents in Texas. And we'd all help make little, you know, those like snowballs with like nuts in them, those little kind of cookies. But then the random one that I didn't know was maybe as popular, but I've, I've told this before. It's um, play a game called Hide the Pickle. What? Tell me. Tell us about this. I know this game. Tell us about it, Austin. Okay, okay. So yeah, I love it. Is... Break it down for us. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a little pickle ornament. It's pretty straightforward. And one of the adults hides it. And for a bunch of, you know, like little kids at Christmas, you you have to search for the pickle. And if you get it, you get a dollar. 
And for someone like under the age of 11, you know, a dollar is a lot of money. Yeah. So it was really big. And our grandparents had like a pretty decent sized living room with a lot of stuff. So we'd, we'd go ham looking for them. Why a pickle though? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't Do we uh, know well, why? A pickle is green and a tree is green, so it's hard to find. That's that's what I think, at least. That makes that sense. makes a lot of sense. Oh, okay, I feel like the smell would give it away. I feel like I would just go around trying to. <laughs> well, this was like a little shiny little ornament, you know. It's not. Oh, okay. Oh no, <laughs> not a real pickle. Well, because well, sometimes we couldn't find it until like we were cleaning up after Christmas. It'd be days we couldn't find it. <laughs> okay. it wasn't like a <laughs> I'm like Easter eggs, like hard boiled eggs. Like you got to find those things. That's the equivalent I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like you don't want to lose that pickle. Okay. We all learned something new that clearly Austin and Hunter celebrate annually during the holiday season. (laughs) Yeah, but why it's a pickle? No idea. I would love to find that out someday. Because you're in a pickle and you're trying to find it, I guess. I don't know. Mm, There you go. Okay. Okay. That's actually, you're killing it right now. We found it. Well, Austin, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a true delight hearing more about the series, just your history with the company, talking about that D23 Expo moment, and then happy holidays to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Happy holidays to you guys. Thank you. Oh, I loved hearing about Austin's work on the Santa Clauses. What a fun interview. Yeah, it was so cool. Well, now it's time for Five Fantastic Things to Watch This Weekend, presented by State Farm. For complete details, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay, first up is Diary of a Wimpy Kid Christmas Cabin Fever, which streams Friday, December 8th on Disney+. Plus. It's a hilarious and heartfelt holiday tale centered around everyone's favorite disaster-prone middle schooler. Diary of a Wimpy Kid Christmas Cabin Fever is the latest animated movie based on Jeff Kinney's insanely successful book series, which... I loved as a kid, and all these movies are so fun to watch. I'm so glad they're doing a Christmas movie. Oh, that sounds super fun. I'm going to tune in for sure. Well, the next day on Saturday, December 9th, Hamster and Gretel had a sure-to-be-hilariously-thrilling two-part season one finale entitled Exclamation Strikes Back Parts 1 and 2, where Professor Exclamation traps Hamster and Gretel and takes away their powers. It's so fun. Okay, uh, Doctor Who The Giggle which that's fun to say, Uh, Saturday, December 9th on Disney+. Plus. It's so cool that Doctor Who is on Disney+. Plus Now, if you're not watching these incredible 60th anniversary Doctor Who specials, uh, you're seriously missing out. This week in the third and final special, the Doctor and Donna meet a pretty terrifying villain, the toy maker, played by Neil Patrick Harris. I do love Neil Patrick Harris and bringing it back to... Christmas. I know he's usually one of the candlelight speakers. So I'm going to bring it back with the Christmas show, you guys. Mickey Saves Christmas coming to ABC this Sunday, December 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern Pacific. And Mickey Saves Christmas, an original stop motion animated special that debuted last year across several Disney networks and streaming services. It's Christmas Eve and the lights on the roof of Mickey Mouse's cabin have gone out just as Santa tried to land. Merry misfortune ensues, leaving St. Nick with no toys for the children of Hot Dog Hill. What is going to happen? Can Christmas be saved? I feel like we're going to have to tune in for this to find out what happens. Oh, yeah. And then right after that, on Sunday, December 10th at 7.30 p.m., All Out's Frozen Adventure, which is one of my favorite featurettes from 2017. Um, It's the first holiday season since Arendelle's gates have been reopened and our sweet Olaf 
has set out to comb the countryside with Sven for all the very best traditions and save this inaugural Christmas for his very best friends, of course, Anna and Elsa. Stick around after the short to see how it all began with 2013's Oscar-winning Frozen. Olaf's Frozen Adventure has become something I watch every year. It's, it's sometimes mm-hmm. even when it's not Christmas, it's just fantastic. So thanks everyone for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, use hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back soon with another fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.